Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for October 1st, 2017. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, If Only... fairly tumultuous time in our country, it bleeds over into our church sometimes. And I ask him, what is our emphasis? And Monty, as we, as you and the choir presented this piece, I think I'll be copying and cutting this out and putting it on my computer screen because Jews were singing that as well as Christians today. And the people of Chin Bethel are worshiping it with us today. And I think if we read through this anthem clearly, maybe I don't need to preach. I would call us all that maybe that's our emphasis. But I have a sermon. Oh, the Israelites, they just can't be satisfied, they want to be free. They face obstacles as big as the Red Sea, but then they get thirsty, and then they get hungry, and trust me, they are already asking, are we there yet? And Moses, he's got to be tired by now. I'm tired for him, doing a job he did not ask for and that he did not want, and this journey to a land of promise is just not going well. As a matter of fact, the sentiment is emerging that they would rather have died in captivity, at least they would have been full. As a matter of fact, what they said was, if only we had died in the land of Egypt when we ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us, Moses, out into this wilderness to starve us to death, if only... If only are words of fear and regret and insecurity. Those are the words of wishful thinking looking backwards. Those are words of people without a vision. If only lacks hope. If only is no way to live. And it is certainly no way to wander around in a wilderness saying, if only. We all have our wildernesses in which we wander. Do not spend them with if only. If only is a life of second guessing. If only replays the past on a constant loop of remorse and maybe even guilt. If the children of Israel are to ever reach the promised land, their hopes, their dreams, and we all have lands of promise, then they will have to stop living in the land of if only. God did respond to their if onlys, though. As the story goes, God told Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you. But this was a conditional provision. 
Really, there were two conditions. The first one, they could only gather up just what they needed for that day. No more. If they did, it would surely spoil. We've not carried out that condition very well, have we? Just what we need and no more. It's just not the American way. You can take this to the extreme or you can try to skirt the literalness of it, but either way, we simply do not live up to this condition very well. If you want to know what I'm talking about, try packing up your house and moving. I speak from fresh experience that we have so much more than we need for today. And then we pray it each and every single week when we gather here. Give us this day our daily bread. But we rush right through that part, just like we rush through all the parts of that prayer. We rush right from give us this day our daily bread into lines asking about forgiveness for ourselves as well as trying to learn how to forgive those who have wronged us. But we don't even linger there in forgiveness. We rush right into not wanting to be tempted to do what is wrong but we don't linger there because it's just all too difficult if we linger on each line. We can't even be satisfied to just have enough bread for today. How in the world can we possibly consider our culpability in evil, which is where the prayer leads us? Enough. What is it? How much is it? How will we know when we have it? I think it's fair to assume that this provision of enough extends well beyond food. And it's more than, a just, and it's more than just about money or power. Those are just the most obvious enoughs. The notion of enough is in direct conflict with our insatiable need for more. More fulfillment, more contentment, more happiness, more satisfaction, more gladness, more peace, more love, more understanding. We want more of everything. On the way to our promised lands. Are we stopping along the way to gather our manna just enough for today? But the second condition is that when we gather on the sixth day, that that, one, that day of gathering will be enough to last us through one day of not gathering. The second condition forces us to stop, to pause, to take a break, to rest, to cease, to stop working, to stop wandering, to stop worrying, to stop stressing, stop complaining, stop looking back, and for just a moment, stop even looking ahead and just be.
this is not the American way. We're not good at being satisfied with enough, and we're horrible at stopping and pausing. This text is about God's provision. This text is about God's presence. This text is about us and how we need to be satisfied with enough and learn how to stop. But let's face it, this sermon only preaches really well in this room, in this land. How does this text and this sermon sound in Houston a few weeks ago? How would this text and this sermon sound in Puerto Rico today? It would sound different than it sounds to us. And how does this text and this sermon sound in lands of conflict and war in lands where people have to leave their homeland as a refugee to come to this land? How would it sound there? Or how does it sound just across the city under bridges and in shelters and in neighborhoods where there is so much scarcity? How does this text sound when there is literally not enough bread and where there's not enough stability? How does this text sound when there's no electricity and no clean water and disease is starting to break out? Trotting out a trite God will never be enough for any day, let alone this day. So be careful how you trot out a trite God. God does not like that, I don't think. Here's the consistent piece of the story that we hear almost in all these weeks. We're in a series, for those that are visiting. We're in a series through this journey through the wilderness. Almost every week, we hear that God hears the cries. God hears the complaints of the people. God heard them. And then God called on Moses and Aaron and countless others to answer the cries of the people. I am convinced that God still hears the cries. And God still calls Moses. He just looks like me. And he looks like you. And he looks like us in Houston and in Puerto Rico and in Charlotte. Alongside the ten people from Burma, our calling is to help gather enough for the day for everyone. And our calling is to gather more than enough on some days in order that, in order that others may take a break. I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, 
if only on this World Communion Sunday would we notice. May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you. Thank you.